you fired the first shot? <laughs> Welcome to the Superbook Sports Podcast. 180! Hosted by career Las Vegas odds makers Jay Cornegay and John Murray, featuring comedian Brant Tobler. The best way to ignore the noise is to be the noise. A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Ball just to get rid of the ball, finds Kelsey. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. You've waited all week, and kickoff is here. Here we go! Let's jump behind the counter at the Superbook with Jay Cornegay and John Murray to grab the edge that you need ahead of this weekend's NFL action. That's what makes the NFL the NFL. You don't know any given Sunday. Here's your MC, Brant Tobler. Welcome to week one of the Line Starts Here podcast, coming to you from the Superbook in Las Vegas, Nevada. Each week, we will take you behind the counter, give you an inside of a different part of the gambling world. Uh, we'll, we'll hear about what the Sharps are doing, what the public's doing, and you will learn from uh, two of the smartest, best bookmakers, odds makers in the world, my friends Jay and John. Jay, are you ready for this big first week? <laughs> oh, absolutely. From what we've seen during the preseason, Brant, uh, we can expect a, a record season. The fans have been clamoring for football for quite some time now and just what we saw for the first couple of preseason games it's it's amazing they like watching football they certainly like betting it so we anticipate a huge season for the 2021 season i am so excited football's back john we got an extra week this year are you excited about that or no absolutely you know we, we were getting bored there in august like just waiting for football season to start august felt like it dragged on forever and there's nothing bookmakers like to hear more than there's going to be more NFL games. Last year they added to the playoffs. This year they're adding to the regular season. More and more handle for us in the NFL is a very positive thing for all the bookmakers, Superbook included. Well, I can't wait. Well, you know what? Let's, let's dive into these games. we got five awesome games this week. We are going to start with a lot of people think the AFC champion favorite, the Bills and Steelers. Jay, what do you think about this game? Well, we, we expected this game to be lopsided, and it really is. I mean, the Bills have been a public team for over a year now, and starting the, the new season, it's no different. We got about 93% of all the money on this game on Buffalo, and so the fans have really uh, picked up where they left off last year, supporting the Bills. This line opened at 6. It's still at 6, despite all the, the money that we've seen come in from the public, but I do anticipate it to go up a little bit in the next couple of days. Well, Jay, is it? I'm surprised. Aren't the Steelers a pretty public team? Well, they, they used to be, yeah. But when Roethlisberger couldn't uh, or showed everybody that he couldn't throw it more than 25 yards accurately, it uh, really changed things in Pittsburgh. And the Bills are in the opposite, went into an opposite direction there as the Bills became a public team once they uh, started scoring all those points. And once you score points and you light up the scoreboard like they do, they become a very, very public team. And that's what's happening with Buffalo. That makes sense. John, what are your thoughts on the game? Well, the public team is whoever's got the minus next to their name, Brent. The Bills are a <laughs> six-point favorite, so of course the public is all over the Bills. We had a guy bet uh, 50000 on the Bills minus 6.5 a, 
back in July. And Jay's right, most of the tickets, almost all the money is on Buffalo. We'll need Pittsburgh pretty big. I know that TJ Watt settled his contract dispute. He's in for Sunday. I think the line's about right. This is right where we set it back in the, back in the spring. And I don't see real reason to move it unless some real sharp money comes in between now and Sunday. That's interesting you say that. I'm curious, how big a line changes are there from the spring? Is it any game that really sticks out that had the huge movement? Well, it's a, it's unfair, but the one that moved the most is definitely Green Bay, New Orleans. You know, at the time, we weren't totally sure that Aaron Rodgers was going to be the Green Bay quarterback. We really weren't sure who the New Orleans quarterback was going to be, and we definitely thought the game was going to be in New Orleans. Now it's in Jacksonville. So that one's moved a lot, and the favorite flipped in the Seattle-Indianapolis game because uh, the, the Colts had issues with Carson Wentz, Quentin Nelson. They did say Wentz is starting this Sunday, but... Right now, Seattle's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, that leads me to the next game, which I was hoping there'd be a big line movement because I'm a diehard Bronco fan like Jay, and I was hoping we'd get Aaron Rodgers. But I assume uh, with the quarterback controversy and and that line, probably didn't move that much because the quarterbacks I don't think are that different. But, Jay, what are your thoughts on uh, the Broncos-Giants this week? Well, you're right, Brent. It's a game that we've been keeping an eye on, obviously, with a lot of movement and the Rodgers uh, news throughout the summer. But we did open the Broncos one, surprisingly, because they usually don't play that well on the East Coast. But the Broncos opened one, has gone up to three now. And that really is a combination of both just the public money and the sharp money, as some sharp money came in on the Broncos during the preseason after some of those impressive performances, even though it's preseason. The Sharps were taking a look at that. The Giants uh, have had a, a number of injuries, and, and it's part of the equation too. But really surprising over the last couple of days is the Barkley news. It looks like he's going to try to give it a go. And despite that, the line is held steady. And I think the main reason for that is Barkley's probably not going to be 100%, even though he's going to give it a go. Give it a go against this monster defense. It's a bad idea, if you ask me. But uh, obviously a biased Bronco fan. Jay, are the are you seeing a lot of Bronco action at the Colorado uh, Superbook? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we've noticed that over the last year or so. All the home teams, the Nuggets, the, the Avs, not so much the Rockies, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the Broncos. And going into this season with a, a lot of high hopes uh, on the Broncos, we expect a a, a, a lot of support, you know, on the Broncos in, in the Colorado jurisdiction. So as a diehard Bronco fan, you just always want them to win and not cover, I assume, right? Well, if, if they're, <laughs> if they're favorites, <laughs> you know, it, people ask me about that quite, quite a bit, but I, I have my, you know, business hat and I have my fan hat. And, you know, even though the book needs the other side at times, and hopefully my bosses aren't listening. But even though we need the, the team that the Broncos are playing, you know, I can, you know, be comfortable in my fan hat when, when I go home at night and still root, you know, for my favorite team. Because I know in the long run, the book is going to be just fine. That's right. <laughs> we got plenty of games the Broncos can, can always win, and uh, we can clean up on some of these other games and there's some other great games this week the one i'm really interested in watching is chiefs browns initially like the chiefs but then it feels like the sharps kind of like the browns i'm I'm lost on this one what what do you think well we saw some sharp players come in on cleveland yesterday they were taking cleveland plus six they took cleveland plus six and a half a couple weeks ago we're at five and a half now kansas city had a long stretch last year where they seemed to win every week but they never covered the spread and they really weren't rewarding betters that were laying the points with the Chiefs. 
Sharp guys always seem to back the Browns. The Sharp guys were backing the Browns back when they were terrible, and now they're a pretty solid team, so it's not a big surprise. I, I, I see where the Sharp guys are coming from here. You know, Kansas City's offense looked so bad in the Super Bowl last year. They've, they've re- completely revamped their offensive line, and it's really going to throw them into the fire against that Cleveland defensive front on Sunday. I want to add something to that game because looking at the numbers, I really expected this to be a high-volume game, and it just really hasn't materialized at this point. I do expect it to be one of the heavier bet games of the weekend, but it's very interesting at this point that we haven't really seen a lot of attention. So it's a pretty solid line, and some of the facts that uh, John brought up, I think, are putting the brakes on some of the betters out there as they know that Cleveland's really improved. They got a great defense. Chiefs got this new offensive line. It's unproven. And I think a lot of people are seeing that. And that's one of the reasons why we haven't seen a lot of action on this game yet. Yeah, I just don't know if I can believe in these Browns. There's so much hype behind them, but they look good. But you know what? Let's get to another game that you will definitely have a bunch of action on because it's what I usually chase on, the uh, Sunday night Rams-Bears. To me, this game looks lopsided, but I'm anytime I think it's too good to be true, it always is. But it feels like to me like the Rams are just going to destroy the Bears. John, what do you think about that? Am I wrong or am I maybe right? The betters at the Superbook definitely think that you're right. You know, it's like almost 10 to 1 in terms of tickets on the Rams here. Everybody's back. Everybody's doing money line parlays with the Rams. Those money line parlays started last night with Tampa Bay, and then they'll go into the 49ers and the Rams on Sunday night. We'll need the Bears big. I think that Matt Nagy is doing uh, Fields a favor by not starting him in this game against that Rams defense. He'll wait until they play a weaker opponent. It, it's it's hard to imagine Andy Dalton having any success against the Rams, and the Rams have upgraded the quarterback position so much by going from Goff to Stafford that. It does seem like a pretty easy win for for L.A. (laughs) Yeah, John, it's like we were talking about this the other day. It's like we can't get any Bears bets, and we were thinking about posting a sign out there in the sports book that states, Dalton isn't that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Just so we can attract some Chicago money. We're trying to trick some people into it, I guess. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) there will be – this is the kind of line that could go up too. As you get closer to kickoff, I know we see this like every Sunday – when the books post all the early games and the afternoon games, they're going to see how much money they lose on the Rams, and the number will probably go up. So if you want to bet the Bears, you want to bet on Andy Dalton, like Jay said, you might want to wait. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah they, I think I'm you... sure they're just lining up to bet Dalton. The, the <laughs> funny thing about that, when they announced Dalton was a starter, the line actually went up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was going to be Fields, and, and we had to put the number up a little bit because Dalton was going in there. Well, the line's what seven and a half now. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what it's at? Yeah, we we have Rams seven and a half at the Superbook. I don't think you could get Bears action until you got to like seventeen from the public. I, <laughs> I don't know if you could put it high enough for the public to. I mean, I'm sure the sharps at some point would come in, but is there a number you think you could get the public on Chicago? Well, the Bears have a lot of fans. The Chicago the Chicago Bears have a huge fan base. I do think there will be some money on the Bears, but. What's going to throw the the decision out of whack is all the parlays going to the Rams, especially if the 49ers win on Sunday, because you're already seeing all these parlays, Bucks money line, 49ers money line, Rams money line. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that we're not going to win any money on this game unless the Bears win this game outright. 
which might happen. Trust me, it, it, this it's all pointing to that. It, it, when it's like I said, when it seems too good to be true, when I'm counting my money before I bet, those games usually are a disaster, and I'm I can't bet enough on this Rams game. So I'm sure uh, something weird will happen. Andy Dalton will go crazy. But the good news is, once I lose that game, I still have Monday night here in Vegas, the first game in the brand new stadium. Are you guys going to the game, either of you, John or Jay, going to that first game? John? Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't going to bring that up because Jay might. <laughs> Jay's going to yell at me. But yes, I I will be going to uh, I'll be going to the the game on Monday night. And actually, I'm very excited about it. It's going to be awesome. The first regular season home game with fans at Allegiant Stadium. And a very good Baltimore team coming in there with whichever running backs they have left on Monday night. So it should be a very good time. Yeah. Hey, Brad, just a, a note there. Uh, we were both going to go, and then I was thinking uh, how crazy this weekend was going to be. And so I forfeited my ticket right. thinking that, you know, by the time it gets to sun, you know Monday night, I'm like, I want to be on my couch. Okay, so I'll go another time. But I was like, yeah, the couch – is sounding pretty good for that first Monday night football game. I bet. I bet these these weekends. Is this is this besides let's say the Super Bowl the tough maybe the longest weekend for you guys just getting everything back rolling where you be exhausted? Oh, this is a top three weekend. There, there's no doubt about it. Uh, there's a lot of prep work. You know, everybody's signing up for the contest. Everybody's uh, all jacked up, making their future bets. It's the traffic that we see for the entire week is tremendous and it certainly ranks right up in the top three with the Super Bowl in the first weekend of March Madness. Well, yeah, that's another question I had right before the season starts. And uh, John, I'll, I'll let you answer. Who, future-wise, are you guys, like, what's the biggest hit on the futures or who, who's everybody on on these futures? New England is the biggest liability. We took it, we had a guy bet us, uh, I want to say 10,000 to win 400,000 on the Patriots. And even before that, we had guys hitting us at 80 to 1, 60 to 1, they just bet New England to win the division while we were recording this show. Uh, Patriots money's been coming in all all off season. Surprised me a little bit to tell you the truth because they really they looked so bad last year and I like Buffalo in that division but Patriots number 1, Rams number 2. Rams we expected that to happen. Uh, they've they finally upgraded their quarterback position. It was it's hard not to upgrade from Jared Goff, but I really like Matthew Stafford. We like Matthew Stafford. The Rams are the second biggest liability amongst the teams that can actually do some damage. I know what we're rooting against, John, and that's the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> yeah, in baseball, we're yeah, yeah, we, we don't have, we're not ready, Jay, to look ahead to our liabilities in football yet. We got to sweat out all these baseball ones first, and I know it's wow. it's headlined by the Giants, but down the road we'll be worried about the Patriots and the Rams in the NFL. Do you guys look at the futures this early, or is it something that maybe there's so much season ahead of you that maybe week 10 or 11 you start to look at, or is it something you guys look at daily? We're monitoring futures all the time in all sports, but it certainly uh, gets a little bit more intense as we get towards the end of the season and into the playoffs. We, We try to get ourselves in a better position as we get closer to the end of the season, regular season that is in the playoffs yeah that makes sense and what well, the one thing about superbook that i love and you guys have always been ahead of the curve on the futures you guys actually adjust futures where there's a lot of books on the strip where once they put up a number it never goes back up you know like you guys will take someone from three to one up to eight to one 
where there's other books that once they are at three to one, it never goes back up. So I've always appreciated that you uh, put some time and effort into futures because I think there are some books out there where they uh, just put them up and they leave them there till the end. So I think you can always get the best number here. So that's awesome. Well, we went through the five games that I was really, I think, are the most exciting. Jay, do you have any other notes on the weekend or any anything else you'd like to add? Oh, just that, the, you know, the betting on the Ravens-Raiders game is actually very balanced. Uh, we've seen a lot of action come in on both sides, and I think that's going to continue until kickoff. But uh, it's a high-volume game. It's, it's gone up from you know, anywhere from three up to four and a half. Now it's come back down a little bit, uh, down to four on the on the Ravens. There, there's sharp money, actually, on both sides of it. Uh, but it's going to be a high-volume game and, a, a, I think, a very exciting game. Uh, you know, just for the football fans, and I think it's a terrific matchup. But as far as the bookmakers, I'm pretty sure by the time we get to kickoff, we're going to need the Raiders to win outright. Wow, I'm surprised. I would think at home in, in Vegas here that you guys would always need the Raiders to lose. That's <laughs> it, once, it, once they start playing well, okay, mm-hmm. it will snowball very quickly. But, but leading, you know, going to, into week one, you're going to see a lot of action on both sides. But I can tell you once the Raiders start playing well, like they did a few years back when Carr was having that terrific season right before he got hurt, and this is well before they were announcing that they were moving to Vegas, that it was always the biggest game. When they were playing well, this is a Raider you know, nation down here. It's a very regional team, but you know, they've been struggling lately, and going into week one, I think it's very balanced, and I think that makes sense. But if, let's just say the Raiders win this game on Monday, you can really start to see, you know, some support uh, going the Raiders' way. And I, I would think that if they win Monday, we're going to need whoever they play in week two because uh, the Raider bandwagon will fill up very quickly. Yeah, and this is just a front-runner city. When anybody, when I lived here, when the Rebels got good, the Knights got good, people, uh, I think, lose so much money in the casinos, they like a winner, and they'll jump right on the Raiders like they did the Knights, so... Well, it'll be interesting. I, uh, as a Bronco fan, I, I hope the Raiders don't get good, but I guess we'll see. What about you, John? Any, uh, any games that stick out besides the ones we went over? Any notes you have for this weekend for the, the betters out there? We did see some sharp action on the New York Jets. They are at Carolina. Saw some sharp guys come in. They took five with New York a couple of days ago. That line is four now. Sam Darnold revenge game against his replacement, Zach Wilson. Kind of an interesting game in the morning. And then the Washington football team, uh, nickname pending, but we did see some sharp money come in, and the favorite flip there. Washington went from being a small underdog. Now they're a small favorite, minus one against the Chargers. Interesting matchup there because the Chargers, we know how talented they are, and their whole team isn't injured yet because this is week one. <laughs> so I was a little surprised to see the sharp guys playing Washington, even though I know their defense is very good. A healthy Chargers team is as good as it gets in the NFL, so that surprised me a little. Well, we know the Chargers will be down by three with 45 seconds left at the end of the game like they always are, so we can look forward to that. One quick question, as just an average better, when you say the Sharps, I'm always curious, like, how many – I know there's a ton of people that say they're Sharps, and Jay or John, either one, you can answer. I'll ask you this, Jay, since you uh, are the, the been around the longest. What? How many Sharps are really out there that you guys respect? Well, it's kind of funny – Brant, because, uh, you know, there are a few people that we uh, really respect out there. And, and, um, you know, whenever they place bets, uh, you know, we we can move the line aggressively. But uh, there's 
plenty of wannabe sharps or people <laughs> that say they're sharp and they certainly like to gloat out there and they'll grab the attention of the tourists and and they'll grab their ears and tell them and how they do this for a living but i'll go up there and tell the tourists hey you might want to ask him to uh, define living because he's been wearing that same shirt for the last three days <laughs> and uh you know he's driving that 1992 uh center out there filled with customer sheets in the back seat so you just might want to ask him to, to define living. <laughs> That's so funny because I see those guys floating around the sports book right now. One more follow-up on that, Jay, because people have asked me this question. Like, if these guys are so sharp, why do you allow them to bet at the book? Usually I get asked, why do they all look like Walter Matthau? I don't know. <laughs> but, but uh, no, the answer is, uh, you know, we do respect those. And it's really good information because uh, that's that type of information and the guys that we really respect. Uh, you know, we'll move that line aggressively and most likely we'll book that game to need the same side as that sharp. And so by the time it kicks off or starts, most likely there's a good chance that we'll need the same side as that sharp side. Let's get an update on the ultimate football handicapping challenge. Hey guys, what's shaking in your super contest this week? The world famous super contest is here. I am in it. You still have a chance to be in it if you're hearing this podcast before Saturday at 3 p.m. Get down here and sign up. I would love your contribution. I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to put this giant check in my house when I win. Jay, what are my chances of winning really? Do I have any shot? Probably not, but uh, I would say if you did happen to come across that big check, you know, you always have to put it in a big bank, they say. Uh, but the Super Contest has been going, you know, great since we announced the new changes. We have nine in-season contests that's been really popular. We're uh, accepting entries all the way until 3 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday. I think we're going to end up right around 2000 which means that the, the overall winner is going to get close to uh, half a million dollars. But the, the talk is about all our nine in-season contests that we have this year. So you can put any three weeks together and have a good chance to win some cash. That's uh, something that's uh, changed this year. We also changed the entry fee down to 1000 It's 100% payback. A lot of positive changes for the super contests out there. And uh, it's been receiving a, you know, great feedback. That's awesome because I can I can get hot for three weeks. I don't know if I can maintain the whole season, so I'm going to make that a goal. Give me a, a little three-week check. John, overall, how many – we were just talking about the Sharps. Is this more of a public contest, or do the Sharps get in this contest? We usually see the Sharper guys enter the Super Contest Gold. That's the $5,000 buy-in winner-take-all contest. A lot of very well-respected players are in that contest, but they dabble in the, in the regular Super Contest as well. I, I'd say the Super Contest, the classic Super Contest, is something that both the sharper players and the recreational players participate in every year. The last few winners that we have seen over, I'd say, let's just go over the last 10, 15 years, I would say 80% of them would be categorized as recreational betters. I mean, we've had our first female winner we've had a farmer we've had a, a starbucks barista, barista it's just yeah. a, a mixture of contestants that have won this so i think that sends the message that anybody can put a really good year together and win this thing well i'm excited i'll be picking the broncos every week so i hope they get hot for at least three weeks in a row john what, what are your thoughts on the contest do you have any strategy for me or anything that you think could help an idiot like me maybe salvage three weeks of this well, you want to pay attention to the line moves, and you want to wait until 
I'm not saying you have to wait till the very end to submit your picks, but you should. You don't want to submit your picks right when we put out the lines on Wednesday afternoon. You know, when I see somebody that's putting their picks in on Wednesday evening, I think to myself, this is somebody that's really not taking the contest very seriously. You want to wait until Friday or Saturday morning, see who's hurt, see who might be in COVID quarantine, see which way the lines are moving. There's no, there's no need to rush in and put your picks in right away, right after we put out these numbers. Yeah, that's a good point. I think COVID is definitely going to change the contest this year, so I'm going to try to make sure I, I wake up and early Saturday and do it, but I'd hate to miss. <laughs> How often do people miss, John? Do, do, when you look through it, do, do people just – I guess this year it's going to keep you involved, but were there past years where people are like, oh, it's over, I just give up? Oh, yeah, that definitely happens, but – one thing that always fascinates us is every year there's one guy that doesn't get his picks in week one. And it just, you just shake your head. Like you seriously, you, you signed up for this comp test, you paid this money and you didn't even put in your picks the first week. Like I get the guys that don't do it in week 17 when they're way out of the money, they just don't bother. But how could you not get your picks in week one? You know, a funny uh, story on that is the $5,000. Okay. $5,000 entry fee, right? For, and this guy was actually sitting in the book. Mm -hmm. On Saturday morning, and it was approaching the deadline. He was right there. We were making announcements throughout the entire book on the PA system. You know, you got 10 minutes, last call, get all your you know selections in. And he was so caught up in his college football games that he forgot to submit his first mm -hmm. week of selections. <laughs> and he comes running to the counter. I, I don't know. It was about 10 or 15 minutes past the deadline. And he asked if he, he could submit his selections. And I, you know, we can't make any exceptions, you know, with these contests. But once we close it, it's, it's done. And uh, he wasn't too happy about that. But I said, you know, you really can't blame anybody but yourself. So yeah, you... he, despite, you know, dedicating $5,000 to this contest, he failed to put his selections in week one and went 0 for 5. And being in the room, Jay, I think that's the most important thing, is not only did he sign up, pay, he was sitting in the room in the building, uh, and he still didn't get it done. So that's, that's a pretty big fail. It's time for The Big Ticket. Hey, John, any tickets make you do a double take this week at the Superbook? This week's big ticket would have to be Buffalo minus 6.5. This was bet back in, on July 24th. The guy laid six and a half for 55000 to win 50000 It was a known customer of ours. Usually the market moves with this guy. He's pretty solid in the NFL, but this time it's gone the other way. And right now he could actually get Buffalo at minus six. So I'm sure he's not too happy to be locked in for fifty grand at that bad number. Yeah, my big ticket of the week, John, is that uh, over bet that we got on the Rams-Bears game about three weeks ago. That, that uh, patron bet over 44.5 for nine dimes, and uh, it's up to... At, as we speak and, and as we record this, it's at 46 and a half. So it's a patron that uh, we'll probably want to keep an eye on. Nothing wrong with it. It's just that he might be a sharper player that uh, we want to keep an extra eye on, and that's what we're going to do. But a pretty good number for that guy. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. And that was a new customer. And when a new customer comes in, making a bet like that on a total, and the market moves so much with that play, that's definitely a guy we're going to keep an eye on going forward. All right. Well, that's it for week one. We will be coming to you every Friday. Please subscribe, rate, review, 
on Apple or Spotify, anywhere you get uh, the podcast. Feel free to leave questions in the comments. We will address your questions if they are interesting. If not, we'll probably delete them. <laughs> but no, feel free to ask us questions and uh, make sure you subscribe because we will be back every week. If you are in Vegas, there is only one place to come watch the games. You can come here to the Superbook Football Central, 1,500 seats, 11 giant screens. It is really one of the only places to watch football. If you've ever been to Vegas, you know most sports books have about 11 seats. So uh, if you're in town, come see us anytime. And uh, we appreciate you listening, and we'll talk to you next week. You've been locked into the Superbook Sports Podcast. You get a win! You get a win! Featuring Jay Cornegay, John Murray, and Brant Tobler. I need some more of that. Come on. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on weekly behind-the-counter access to the world of the NFL. You thought you were going to get me, huh? Hell no. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.